Steve Mathis production. Hello, Pope fans. Keep using that M-A-T-T-H-E-S code at btosports.com. And be sure to click the Amazon banner on PulpMX.com for your non-moto purchases. Your support makes it possible for us to continue to deliver your moto fix, and we thank you. episode of the Steve Mathis Show, there is a high chance ability. You will either learn something a lot of people don't know. You are thinking yes. or make you say to yourself Dude, that's so funny. The bottom line is, this podcast serves as archival documentation of this interview. Welcome to the Racer X Podcast Show. Brought to you by BTOsports.com Hosted by Steve Mathis. Everybody, I know you've just finished listening to a whole bunch of uh, intro crap, but I just wanted to uh, put one more thing in there before we get to the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Hey, look, you, we all buy stuff from Amazon. I buy stuff. You buy stuff. We all buy stuff from Amazon, let's face it. So why don't you, the next time you're buying something from Amazon, go to pulpamex.com, find the Amazon banner there on the bottom right-hand side, click to that, it'll take you to Amazon, and then you can place your order for whatever it is, either lube a baseball glove, or a car, whatever it is. Then that way, Pulpamex gets a little piece of that, and uh, we can keep on doing what we're doing. And I appreciate it. And so check it out on the link, and see you guys later. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show. Wash Shugel wrap-up. As usual, uh, I'm Steve Mathis, and I was at Wash Shugel. My, my co-host on the show, one David Pingree. Ping, what's up? Did you just say, as usual, I'm Steve Mathis? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Just, you know, I'm I'm always the, the host of this thing, or let's say. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. How are you, Ping? Um, good. A little tired. All right. Well, and, uh, well, Jason had a long day. Yeah, you Came did. back from your motherland. You did, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, Jason Wygant is, um, appropriately enough, at X Games, because when I think of extreme athletes, I think Jason Wygant. And so he's not joining us, but uh, we got a pretty good fill-in, I think. Jason Thomas, what's going on? Oh, what's happening? Just got back from a uh, long vacation and finished yeah. it up with Wash Eagle, so. Yeah, it must be nice. You seem to be getting around pretty good with that knee injury, bud. Alaska, uh, Wash Eagle, Red Bud. It's like you're almost doing the tour. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, wish, I feel like I should be riding. I mean, <clears throat> that's the problem with knee injuries is you feel like, you know, I feel like I'm 100%, but mm-hmm. I still have to wait another few weeks, so right. I'm trying to kill time. And uh, and how was your Alaskan trip? Just fishermen, fishing? Yeah, it was good. Just a lot of hanging out. And uh, the guy that I work with to do some training stuff was there, so we 
did some therapy stuff for my knee and uh, stuff like that. So it was good. I mean, it was vacation and productive too. So it's good I, time. I don't know much about fisherman ping, but here's a text I got from JT last week. Just a random text. Best fisherman in history. Number one, Billy Tyne. Number two, Ishmael from Moby Dick. Number three, JT Money. <laughs> so apparently the fish were, were biting. I actually didn't make that list. I, I read that in a in a newspaper up there. So I was just more relaying information than, than uh, bragging. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So you were just on the list in a newspaper, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was just uh, <laughs> wanting to share with the world. Nice. Um. Well, hey, let's uh, let's talk about Washugo. JT, you were there. Uh, Ping, you've seen it on TV. Um, I guess before we get to that, though, I, I do. Let's let's talk a little bit about Ping's vacation. Ping, you um, went up to Manitoba to uh, to do a motocross school on Saturday, and and it went well, right? Yeah, it did go well. Yeah. Uh, we had twenty nine guys. The weather actually cooperated, and mm-hmm. it was good. Now, yes. the next day, you stuck stuck around to race. Grunthal Manitoba local race and uh by all accounts you dominated four moto wins. Yep. And, and uh and no problems with the track? No issues? Um no, actually the track was really fun. Yep. You know, it's it ha- it's everyone kept telling me it's the best dirt up there, you know. It's mm-hmm. kind of loamy soft stuff. I I had a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good good track. Okay, and uh and let's just JT. Um you raced a Canadian national. You you rode for Blackfoot Honda one summer, and um, up there in Canada. And, and how did you do at Grunthal? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I don't really remember. I remember I got interviewed, so I must have done pretty well. <laughs> no, no. I think that interview was going on while the moto was happening. The moto that you were in. Oh um, yeah, maybe you're right. I think I think I crashed pretty hard. I was setting some blazing lap times, and you know when you're going that pace that. Uh-huh. Bad things happen sometimes. So one might say Ping conquered Grunthal, and JT, you failed. Just one might say that. Uh, one might say that, but they would be delusional. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, Ping, <laughs> did you come back out of the trees, out of Grunthal? Did you go back into the trees and come back out? Oh, yeah. And when you come back out, did you make like a right and a left, and there was a little double there? Long time ago. Nope. Probably different, so. You come out of the trees and you come like over a rise instead of sand whoops. Okay. Well, it used to come out of the trees and it used to be a small little double that JT went over the bars on. Yeah, you oh, yeah. know, you know how if there gets like a really nasty lip on a double that you'll kind of leave the ground early before it oh, yeah. and just miss it all together. Well, that's what we were doing, and <clears throat> I don't know if I just got lazy or if I if I just spun or what, but. I tried to do that, and my rear wheel caught. And I mean, before I even knew what was happening, I was over the bar, so I just stepped over the front. Well, did and you? What were you riding? Because like, I borrowed a bike from this dude who weighed about nine thousand pounds. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. sprung for an elephant. No, but my bike was good. It was like a oh. old race bike. It just, I just made a mistake, I guess. I don't really know what happened, but I'm not I was sure. trying to give you an out there, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to give you an out, but you're not taking it. Nah, it was it was all me. I mean, whatever. Right. So, Ping, um, I twittered a photo of your start, the very first start. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, motocross 101, how to start on concrete starts. Uh, <laughs> there's a photo. JT Ping is uh, uh, about dead last. The whole pack has left him. And there's a few guys in the back that look like, I mean, just 
Yeah, those those, Photo, those they guys like full on those guys were, riders, man. Those guys Just like were, you know yeah. elbows down, wheeling. Those I'm guys thinking, were in wow. the second gate drop. I hate to tell you that they were in a second <laughs> gate drop. Did well, I didn't know the car. No, let, let me explain. So I don't look like a complete jack because <laughs> I did like the whole day prior. I'm, I preached on and on about how important starts are. I mean, we went over it in detail. So I'm just I, about halfway down that straightaway. I'm thinking, wow, this looks really bad. <laughs> Because <laughs> everyone that was in the class is like on the sidelines watching right now, but I didn't know how the card worked. Like they put the five second board up. I thought I had five seconds, so I'm like taking my time, throwing her in gear, you know, get to about four and look down at the gate and it's dropping. Apparently, it'll drop within five seconds. Not you have five seconds before it'll drop. Oh, so. Well, anyway, my bad. The story so, uh, that's something I'll add to my schools. Go to the writers' meeting and listen to how the gate card works. The um, the, the it, it, your story does have hold some water in the fact that I guess you whole shot the other three motos. Yes. So once you okay. figure it out, right? Once you figured out the gate situation, <clears throat> how much uh, how much did you take home from your day of domination, Ping? I cleaned up. I mean, I don't even know where to put all this money. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, dressers, old socks. Right, I have underground. I cut my mattress open and just packed it full <laughs> okay. of the three hundred and forty dollars Canadian <laughs> that I took home. Nice, nice. <laughs> well worth it. Well, with the exchange rate, I mean that's like three eighty U.S. or something. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's huge. <sighs> Killing it, <laughs> winner, <laughs> winning. <laughs> um, well, all right, let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about. Uh, um, Washougal. JT, you were there. Um, I was. Ryan Dungy and Ryan Villapoto tied in points, which is, 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 you know, really doesn't signify a clear winner. Um, but to me, Dungy's the clear winner here. If you're Ryan Villapoto, you got to be leaving Washougal a little bummed, huh? Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, <clears throat> it was a good day for Ryan Dungy. I mean, I, I really didn't expect him to catch uh rv the first moto and right. somehow he made that happen and uh I, you know obviously he made a mistake and fell but uh then the second moto after the you know the restart he got the whole shot and uh basically just you know not not all at once but slowly pulled away pulled away pulled away until you know ryan couldn't really see him anymore so yeah uh it's pretty pretty impressive day i think yeah i agree um you know the if he hadn't spun out there, it was going to be on for the next for the last two laps, and 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 he caught him from a ways back. Is that a fitness issue? Do you think, JT? What 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 happened? How, how does how I don't, does, I don't is, think it was so much fitness as it was. I think that track is very very well suited for Ryan Dungy because of a few factors. Um, his corner speed is really really good. How always has been, and uh, I think. His bike and his technique is uh, is really good for that track. It was really slippery, and uh, the second moto was like looked rock hard in a lot of spots, and the ruts were kind of uh, had already formed, but were really hard. So, I think his his throttle control and his corner speed is very well suited for there, and it showed. I mean, he was really good in some of the sections. I couldn't believe how fast he was getting through some of the corners. So, yeah, um, I think it was just a you know a great track for him, and he capitalized on it. Ping, maybe it's a case of uh, not so much uh, what happened to Ryan Villapoto, but like, hey, uh, Ryan Dungey rode incredible. 
Yeah, he told. I mean, he's been riding great. You know, I think uh, we we talked about this. Like, he's the kind of guy that's just going to keep getting stronger and stronger. Like, he, the grind isn't going to wear him out. You know, he, he's he just kind of gets better as he goes. He's and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, the first moto was him riding great, but I think you got to give that second moto to or something more to it. Like, Villapoto has not been good in the second motos. I don't know what's going on over there, but, like, he shouldn't have gotten dropped off like that, should he? I mean... I, I, I got to think... I mean, after Millville, Dungy told me personally that he thought it came down to fitness at the end. And I sort of poo-pooed that because I thought it was more of a case that Dungy had a couple better lines and, and Ryan got held up with some lappers, and it kind of worked in Dungy's favor. But now I'm thinking, maybe it is fitness. I don't uh, see how it see is. A pattern, you know, like right. Although RV did win second moto at uh, Red Bud convincingly, and he did win. Did he win another second moto, or was that it? That might have been it. Um, but other than Red Bud, he uh, he hasn't been able to do it. You're right. So, I mean, he's got Alden Baker, and Baker's training Rattray, and Baker's training uh, Baggett, and those guys are killing it. Um. It, what do you think, JT? Do you think it's it's a fitness issue? Do you think RV's got something? Uh, he's running running on low. Well, I think all year he kind of has been outdoors. I mean, obviously there was a problem at the beginning of the year, <clears throat> um, and I don't know if that's one hundred percent fixed yet. I know it's a lot better. I think it's you know miles ahead of where it was at Hangtown and <clears throat> Texas and all that. But um, to say is he. 100% the same, um, you know, mm-hmm. fitness level as he was in years past outdoors. I don't know. I, I really haven't seen that yet. You know, I haven't seen him really be able to charge the whole moto and, and look like he just had more to give at the end of 35 minutes yet. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's a big question mark. I, I agree with Ping. It seems like there's, you know, something going on for sure. Yeah. I, it's He got beat by 17 seconds, I think. And that's in a, short, well, yeah, you just, in a shortened moto. Want to see, you know, you look at Ryan Dungeon and you feel like if the motor went 10 more minutes, it would be no problem. Like, he still has more in the tank, and right. he doesn't look like he's tired at all. And that's what you want to see, but it just doesn't seem seem like that's the case with Ryan Villapoto right now. It seems like at the end of 35 minutes, if Ryan Dungeon's all over him, you know, he's looking right. for the checkered flag. Um, and, I, and and that's not, a, that's not to question Alden's talent, because that guy's he's a ninja when it comes to getting fit there's i think there's something going on physically with ryan that they're struggling through you know yeah of course whether, whether it's track, rooted in that no. flu that he got or just i don't know i don't know what it is but something doesn't I mean, everybody's right. body's different too you know like yeah it's, it's always not you know they may still be searching for what's the perfect combination for him yeah yeah, yeah it's uh it's got to be a little little uh concerning to uh, RV and his fans um but he's still up one by one point and you know we're going into the last four <clears throat> interesting let's uh let's play bench racers here JT what happens if uh Trey Kennard doesn't crash and the race doesn't get red flagged uh Villapoto's winning unless he's in second Dungey's in third what happens uh i think you see a lot of the same um what i think same as what Dungy I just wins. Oh, okay. Dungy wins. Yep. Alessi maybe stays in third and Villapoto gets second. Um, I, I just, okay. as strong as Dungy was that moto, I don't think that 
that RV could have held him off. There was think? just no way. He's too close and too strong, that moto. What do you think, Ping? Yeah, I still think Dungey would have made it happen. I think Canard would have probably beat Alessi, myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, yeah, that's, that's I'm, for sure. I'm going to always I, cheer I, for Trey. <clears throat> yeah, how are you doing, Ping, with the Trey Canard crash? Oh, man, I just... A poor bastard. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. You know, that jump right there has taken out other guys, too. That It's because it's got, like, a double rise in it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, guys try to, you know, he scrubbed hard. But, like, you've seen guys before try to come off early and get over the little, you know, kind of mm-hmm. jump over the crest of it and yeah. flip it. And it goes bad. Didn't Brownie crash or something? Yeah. He back and Rhino plowed him. That was, yeah, exact same spot. Yeah. Didn't and then, one of your uh, you guys crash there, too? Yeah, and then uh, Mossy. Mossy did the same thing in 09. <laughs> Just yard sailed himself. Same thing. I kind of tried to scrub over the thing and clipped it. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I wanted to send an email to Ralph Hoffman and have him uh, yeah. Yeah, get that take about up. 10 minutes to fix that. Um, yeah, bummer bummer deal for uh, for Trey Kennard. Looks like he's going to be out now until Supercross again. His mom called the Pulp MX show last night and said they're taking the pin out. Um, they figure that this pin is the problem in the leg, and they're going to take that out and hopefully uh, prevent that from happening again. So, well, my guess is that rod. I mean, because I have a rod in my femur still from when I broke it, and that I years afterwards I asked the doctor, "Hey, should I get this thing out? Because if you crash hard enough to bend that rod, mm-hmm. you are effed. Like it'll basically splinter the bone into pieces, and right, it's it's just it's really complicated. They can't just Put a new rod in and fix it. It's like a mess. So, but he, but he said that rod is way stronger than any bone's going to be. It would take like a, you know, ridiculous force to bend that rod. So what what it ends up happening is at the ends of the rod, top and bottom, it, it creates weak points right. because, you know, the rod doesn't flex, so it pu- it puts like a fulcrum right at the end of it, and that's where he, I'm sure that's where he keeps cracking his femur. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I guess they're going to take it out and, and hope that. Take a pin out. Why is there a pin in there? I, I'm confused. Well, the pin holds the rod. Into what? Through the bo- pin goes through the bone? Yeah, so like the rod goes in, and then the pin, they kind of tap it in at the top so the rod doesn't back out. Okay. So maybe that pin is creating a like a point where it's weaker because right. it's not bowing all the way around and it's cracking there. Or are they going to take the whole rod out? No. I, I, no. Like, you no, sure? No. Yeah, she said rod stays in. I actually oh. made a mistake and mentioned rod. A lot of rod oh. talk right now, um, and, and uh, she said, "No, That's the pin for you." Yeah, it's normal. Internet shows guys talking about rods. Yeah, it better be fishing or femurs, or you're in trouble. Uh, last night we were talking about Kenny Watson's ass for a while. So, oh boy. Um, hey, uh, Chad Reed, lost the points lead, uh, seven four. Looks like JT, and, and we always go to JT for our Reed news because there's nobody who knows Chad Reed like Jason Thomas. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> No, but JT. Is it funny that this just came after the talk of rods? Exactly. Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Um, That's cute. JT. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, looks like that crash affected him more than we think, huh? He was saying his groin, his lower back, it was all pretty groin rod. <laughs> uh, yeah. He was pretty beat up. I mean, obviously, you know how this sport is. Like, nobody wants to say they're hurting or sore or anything. It's just like such a you know, secret, secret show of, you know, who's sick or who's hurt or what. Nobody will tell anybody anything. So 
Um, I mean, he was hurting. He was sore. I knew it was going to be a struggle for him. Just, uh, I mean, to go that pace and to race with the two guys up front, you have to be, you know, 100% and then some. So, um, you know, it's frustrating, but, you know, I talked to him after the race, and he's just kind of like, you know, what do I, you know, what are you going to do? You just do the best you can. You know, I didn't feel good and it's hurting, and just, you know, that's all I had. So, yeah. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, cry about it. It's just all I, it's all I had today. So, yeah. Does he, JT, does he, does this mentally continue to affect him? Or now that there's a week off, you think physically he's going to be feeling fine by the next round? So does he come back yeah. and he's the same Chad Reed he was going into Millville? Yeah, mentally I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I just think he, you know, really didn't get to do his normal deal this week and was hurting. I mean, he was saying every time he climbed on the bike, it was, you know, really sore to even get on it and his back was killing him. And So I think he was just uh, – a little out of it, I think you know some time off is going to do him good. He'll get to get home and practice and get back to his normal routine. And you know it's a lot easier to find your own find your pace again when you're at home on your your own track and all that stuff. So um, you know I think the the time off came at a really good time. You know obviously it would have been better to be right after that race, but um, if you're going to have a three week break, I think this is a pretty good time for it. So to you, JT, um, are you worried at all? Is, is is can he just come right back and go one one at Unadilla? Uh, I think he'll come back and and be the same guy he was. You know, if he's going to go one one, I don't know. Right, I mean, he hasn't. You know, that may be tough, but I think he'll be back in the fight. Right, for sure. Right. Uh, also, he he mentioned to me too, and and I know this anyways. Washugo's not one of his good tracks. Not no, a, he's always yeah. struggled there. I mean, he won there in '09, but it wasn't a convincing victory by any means. Right, so. right. Um. Obviously, it wasn't a good day, and I don't think anybody that was, you know, close expected it to be a great day, but mm-hmm. he was just kind of off in practice and the motos and everything. So, um, just he just kind of moved forward and uh, regroup and, you know, make it happen to these last four, four left, four or five? Four. Four left. Four left. So, um, a lot pay, of racing to go. Ping, uh, uh, the benefactor of Reed not making the podium was uh, Brett Metcalf. Rode good, rode strong, huh? Yeah, he did. He did. Um, I'm sure he's been waiting for that all year, you know. Like, last year he was on the podium just about every weekend. So, I'm sure coming into this season, you're wanting to, like, at least duplicate those results, if not improve, and mm-hmm. he's not even seen the podium. So Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Suzuki, Suzuki won three. Can't get much better. Um, and, you know, they needed it. Uh, JT. Uh, Michael Lessie went nine six, but uh, very impressive, right? Both motos, I thought so. Yeah, he was good. He was strong. Yeah, he was coming at the end still. Um, obviously, he he was up there on the start of the one that you know Trey crashed. So um, I think his second moto possibly could have been better than that. Um, came from thirty coming around. Came from thirtieth to uh, to ninth in the first moto, and you know he yeah, was further I was back than thirtieth. He was catching up to my teammate there. Uh, yeah. Most of the moto, and they got him. But second moto, twelfth to uh, to sixth. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, yeah. I think he's going to be, you know, if he gets decent starts, which he normally does, he's going to be in that top five, you know, more than he's not. So mm-hmm. um, I think he's legitimately fourth place, fifth place guy every time, especially you know with Trey out again. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think you'll see a lot of battles with him and and Medi if Medi's riding well to see who gets fourth. Yeah, I'm interested to see who wins that battle. You know what I mean? Um, 
right now it looks like Medi's been kind of beating Mike the little last little bit, but we'll see what happens. See who who who's the better guy for fourth there. I don't know. What do you think, Ping? I think I think Metcalf is right now. Yeah. I mean, he's he's sort of consistently been beating him. I think I mean just I think Brayden's even got a chance to get in there and mix it up. He was fifth on the weekend, but he's done good. Coming back from injury, I think he's kind of getting better and better. If he can get some confidence going, he's a guy who could get up and push for that fourth spot too. You know, See, we, for those. We really don't know how, how what's up with Brayden right now because no Y game, so we really so we shouldn't even mention him. Well, we just don't know. We we can't talk up. I mean, we just we just, we have no other source of information other than Weege. Yeah, that's it. Okay, he okay. is our JGR guy. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, um. Tommy Hahn rode good, 8-7. JT, I want to ask you about this, uh, and ping you too, actually. This was pretty impressive to me. Uh, Jimmy Albertson went from a Honda to a Valley Yamaha. He had one day on the bike, and he goes out, and he goes uh, 11-9 on a, on a little bit of a – JT, you're a big fan of that YZ450, I know. And um, a little, it's got to be it's, – it's a good deal, right, JT? That's a pretty impressive. One day on the bike. Yeah, he rode well. I mean uh, – Better than I expected. He was got good starts both motos and mm-hmm. was solid. You know? yeah. I mean, he wasn't obviously going to contend for the win, but he was. Yeah. You know, he was up there battling with really good guys, and even you know didn't drop off anybody for a while, and then stayed. You know, second moto stayed in the top ten the whole time. So yeah, with, impressive ride. with one day on the bike. You know, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. Definitely good. Um, uh, Ping, if you're um, if you're Nick Way and Ricky Dietrich. And we all like Nick Way and Ricky Dietrich, but what you know, this guy shows up with one day on the bike and he pretty much waxes you. Uh, it doesn't look good, does it? It doesn't look good. I think if you're Nick, you're bummed, and yeah. if you're Ricky, you're so mad you come in and slap some girl. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I mean, you know, you're mad. You just went there. Um, uh, hey, but Ricky, Ricky Dietrich. Regardless of his off-track stuff, he uh, he's been falling apart, man. Like he and it was ha- it happened before his off-track stuff, so I'm not gonna put the blame on that. But I mean, Dietrich at one point was fifth or sixth in the sixth or seventh in the points, I believe, and um, he has uh, ten, fourteen. He has fourteen points in the last seven motos. Not good. No. Not good at all. I don't know what's going on, but he's he's really struggling. And like I said, it happened to him, you know, before the off-track stuff. Although maybe there was some stuff going on in his life before the off-track stuff hit hit the news. And that's what happened. I don't know. but Well, last year, that guy, you know, he's like a podium contender almost. And two, now, years, two years yeah, ago. I mean, it's yeah, it's just been years. like a downhill slide here. What do you think, JT? Um, I think his starts have been really bad. Lately, uh-huh. I haven't I haven't seen him inside the top fifteen yet in the last few weeks mm-hmm. uh, on the start. And also, uh, I think what we were kind of speaking about at the beginning of the year, where the pay everybody's pace kind of picks up um, after after three or four races, and mm-hmm. then you can't just go from thirtieth to tenth. <clears throat> you know, like the the field gets faster and it gets right. deeper and. I think he's kind of running into that. If you don't get a good start, you kind of get walled into that, you know, 16, 17, 18th place where you've got guys that have gotten bad starts like Nick Way has recently. And, um, you know, even 
there's a bunch of guys left in Pike, and those guys are all going pretty fast. You know, it's not like you can just blow by them anymore because mm-hmm. everybody's kind of up to speed now. Um, I want so to. I think I think that's part of it too. Is everybody's kind of found their found their pace. So life's you, a little bit tougher for them now. You talking about starts made me want to switch gears a little bit to the track. Last year, they changed the start for I think what is the twentieth time since I've started going there. The it was a good thing though, right? Paying that 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 other start up the hill left hander around the tree that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Right, we can agree too, on that. Too tight, too short. Just yeah, no good. If you're on the outside, you're just effed. You know, like yeah. That's what I don't like about starts. I don't like starts on any tracks where the dudes where if you just line up on a gate, you're effed. I don't like that. Butch Creek. Yeah, I, I hate that. To me, you got to give. Everyone, uh, yes, you favor the inside gates a little bit, or you favor a certain gates, you know, a little bit. But you got to give everybody a shot at pulling a holy. Yeah, I mean, typically, you know, you got maybe five, four or five gates on either end that are like, yeah, probably not happening. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, and the closer you get to maybe that sweet spot, your chances get a little better. But you could still, you know, someone who's nailing their hole shots could still get it from. 15, 20 different gates, easy. Right, right. You know? yeah. At least you have got to have that. And that, yeah, it's like Bud's Creek and some of those other ones are just yeah. I mean, not but, that way. And, and it's, it's uh, the same in Europe, too. They do that in Europe at the GPs where they just, the first qualifier gets the first gate on the inside and they just, you go all the way down. And to me, that's just, I don't know. Like, it's a race, you know? You got to drop the gate. But, yeah, it makes for bad racing. Yeah, exactly. But but I do like the, what they've done. They, they did it. They fi- they they uh, fixed up their errors. So that's that's good. Um, I don't understand why they keep moving stuff around. When I first went there, the start was over by the concession stand. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, that's one. Me too. Yeah, like by the announcers tower that side. Yep. yep. And then it went down to the the downhill. It was like the uphill start, which was really good. Yeah. What was wrong with that? No idea. No. Yeah. No idea. Maybe they wanted people to be able to see it better or something. But... Uh, JT, do you like Washougal? I love the race itself. I don't. I don't really like racing there so mm-hmm. much. Um, I don't know. It just felt really narrow to me, and I really more than anything, the shadows were my biggest problem. Like I could not see anything in second moto. Well, I that's was... that's what I wanted to ask Ping. Uh, what do you think about that? Those shadows. About the is, shadows? That, is that a real a real thing? Yeah, it's real. It's it's tough. Your eyes adjust to the light, and then you bomb into the trees. You're doing, you know, I don't know what it is in miles per hour, kilometers well, per hour for yeah, those Canadian friends listening up, or whatever. You but were just up there. It's fast, and all of a sudden your, your eyes are trying to adjust. You can't see. You're hitting bumps. You know, if you're trying to see a rut, it's like it's a nightmare. Well, they even had that up in Manitoba this weekend. You go back in those trees, you're just like, you can't see anything. Well, uh, I asked because uh, Michael Essie, ex-brand goggle athlete, uh, did not want a clear lens. He wore a tinted gold-orange lens. And and Jake Weimer, I was talking to him about it. Weimer couldn't believe it. And Mike, we had Mike on the show last night, and he said, yeah, really couldn't see much, but I was passing a lot of guys back there. <laughs> um, uh, it seems a little bit crazy to wear a tinted lens. Maybe there's something to it. Maybe the Maybe the... The tint, you know, kept the kept it a little darker when he was out in the sun, so it wasn't such an adjustment when he went into the trees. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, weird. I know. I used to always run a blue lens there, and that actually helped. Oh, okay. Yeah. It took some of the glare off out when it was bright, and then when you went into the trees, it's like the adjustment wasn't so big. Let's uh, 
let's throw around our best results at Washougal. Uh, JT, what's the best you've ever done there? Best I've ever done at Washougal is uh, 10th, I think. Something like that. Nothing, nothing crazy good. But, Ping? Yeah. Ping? What's the best you've ever done there? Uh, I got fourth there, actually, the um, couple times. Very first time I ever raced there, 94. And then, uh, oh, gosh, I think maybe 99. Mm-hmm. Again, so I got I got fourth there in a 500 B class one time. So pretty much ping you and I are we're on the same level. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a 500 B ever. Yeah, I went to a local <laughs> race one time with with Ty Birdwell. Yeah, I heard good stories about you this weekend, Steve. Oh, you did? Yeah. In fact, I might even give you a new nickname. Might start calling you Spongy. Spongy. I heard all about your career as a spongy player oh yeah oh my mom was there i can't believe my mom goes to the race with a tim ferry jersey i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry she wore a tim ferry jersey jt to the race to go meet ping i love it that's a good move um uh yeah no spongy very very big spongy player loved it so so no one I, i'm pretty sure like maybe six people in the whole united states know what spongy is yeah it, so explain it explain it to us well what it basically was was in the winter, you played ice hockey on skates, but then you know you didn't always you wasn't you weren't able to always play. So, what you could do is these local outdoor rinks had spongy leagues, and basically it's uh, it's just like hockey. There's one extra guy on each side, and you wear broom ball shoes on the ice, and you know they've got a thick rubber bottom, and they don't really work that good, but they work better than a than a, than a Nike tennis shoe. And you have a sponge puck instead of a hard rubber one. But although by the time it gets frozen, by the end of the game, it gets pretty, pretty hard, anyways. So um, yeah, big spongy guy I was. You could play three, four times a week on different leagues and different rinks, and it was a, uh, it was a lot of fun. So I mean, what I get out of this, like for hockey for guys who can't skate. Um, no, not really. It's just it's a, like the equivalent of, of like roller hockey or rollerblade hockey. Well, it's just easier to do it because you don't need skates and you don't you don't burn, you don't screw up the ice so you can if you're a rink you know there were rinks ice rinks that had spongy only and then they didn't allow skates on the rinks because when you skate it jacks up the rink really bad and you need a zamboni and you got to flood it and you, but if you want to just have a spongy rink there's like no maintenance to it right so and you used to you were like hardcore spongy professional like put vaseline on your face so you didn't get frostbite no, I never did that. I was a goalie. Dad, oh, that's okay. Take it up with your family. They say you did. I didn't you smear do. Vaseline all over your face so you didn't get frostbite. Who told you that? My mom? And then, oh. and then they said, I got a good story that uh, you didn't even really like riding back when you when they first started. No. Your brother and your dad used to go riding, and you'd be like, eh, nah, I don't want to go. And yeah. they're like, well, what are you going to do, Steve? Are you going to stay home and make muffins with mom? <laughs> <laughs> They'd like tease you about it. Yeah, I was. And then when they come back, they go, "Hey, how are your mu- how are your muffins, Steve?" Yeah, I know. This is the house <laughs> I grew up in. I'm five or six, seven years old, and I'm into BMX more than motocross. And I just get mocked until I have no choice to, but to either a turn gay or b start riding motorcycles. <laughs> you picked both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I did the be- I did the best of both worlds, but um, no, that's absolutely true. I was a BMX racer, and then I kind of didn't want to do motocross, maybe because my brother was the superstar, you know, and I didn't want to be 
my dad would, at that point was Tony Alessi. I mean, he was devoting everything he had to my older brother. Yeah. I was Jeff. You were you know? Jeff. I was Jeff. So, um, yeah, it was uh, good times. <laughs> I don't know what else they probably could have told you. <laughs> I got good stories. Oh, geez, I can just imagine. Um, <clears throat> all right. See any mosquitoes there? Thanks. Oh, yeah, they're like pterodactyls. They just carry you off. I've never seen anything like that. They carry you off. Okay, everybody, get on board. <laughs> um, hey, Ping, uh, Crayor Meats. Yeah, you talked to him. I did. I talked to him. I found him. I'm going to type out an interview, hopefully today. Uh, he need, I needed an interpreter, but there was another Russian dude there named Tim, and he interpreted Evgeny's thoughts to me. But basically, it works like this. Crayer Meats guy is probably loaded. Okay, he has a he has a he has a quote unquote trade company in Florida. Um, he used to be in the motocross. He be, he's friends with 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 Jenny Mikhailov, and he's funding everything. The guy who's taken with the races has a shop in Florida, like a TLR, I think it's called, um, just an engine shop. He yeah. just got a cold call. One day, or an email, a cold email on his website from Crayer Meat saying, "Oh, hey, I have this guy. He wants to race nationals. I'm going to pay you, you know, probably a shit ton of money to take this guy around." He bought all his gear from a dealer, bought everything he has from a dealer, just came over here and started racing. Hmm. So, props to Max from Fly Racing. I brought Max over. Max is going to do him up with some gear, some name and number, you know, and all that. Uh, I'm gonna get some graphics made for the guy. He's got an X brand goggle sponsorship now. So tell me, we can get that Crayer Meats logo put on there, even if it's oh, no, no. not the actual logo, like just a big drumstick. No, no. Have you seen my Twitter? Yeah, a- Avatar. Yeah, we're gonna get that on the graphics. It, yeah, it will that's be, perfect. Right, it'll be Crayer Meats big drumstick. So, Love it. Um, uh, but yeah. So is there something dodgy there? Like, are they saying they're selling like, you know? Rump roast, and then inside these little steaks, it's like little vodka bottles and cocaine, or what? I don't know. They told me they, you know, I said, "What is Crayer Meats?" And they said that it's a uh, international they, trade company based in Florida. They didn't mention meat at one time. Yeah, what are they trading? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I mean. I, I you know, I don't know, but it, apparently there's Crayer well, Meats spelled M E E E T, like. They meet you, <laughs> yes. you give them cash, they give you an envelope or a bag full of something. Yeah, no. I saw a movie about this. It was called Taken. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was called Blow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Crayer is, uh, is, a, is a Russian term for a young underage girl. We're going to turn into a hooker. <laughs> so it's actually, you know, you meet a young underage girl who's a hooker. Crayer meets. Oh, boy. I don't know. Uh, where we could go with that. Uh, but anyways, yeah, cool, cool story. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the BTO sports.com racer X podcast show. It's that time, time for a commercial. Thanks for listening to the BTO sports.com podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bike, our body. You'll find deals like a showy VFXW helmet for three Oh nine 99, 45% off. Or Smith Piston Goggles for $32.99, 65% off. 
Your order can be shipped anywhere in the USA for free. Or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at btosports.com. But get this, Ping. Another Russian turned up. I saw. And he I got saw. a point. What was his name? Sergey <laughs> uh, Astekin. And he uh, yeah. and he beat Krayer Meats. I saw that. Sergey Astekin. And now we have 2023. A, and now we have a Russian in Europe winning GPs. We have Krayer Meats. And now we have this other guy. I'm losing track of my Russians. It's just getting out. It's making me a little uneasy here. <laughs> These commies <laughs> making a push. <laughs> The whole KTM thing was already getting me on edge. Now this is like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. What's next? Yeah. First it's our motocross tracks, then it's our guns from our cold, dead hands. (laughs) Like, it'd be like Red Dawn. They're going to parachute in. That's what I just said. Oh, did you? Oh. Yeah, I said Red. You got to speak up. Um, Yeah, and and also, too, (laughs) Crayer Meats guy, you know, he had Russian Tim, who was a good guy. Then they had another guy there, Russian, and then they had another dude who never spoke to me, but he had a, uh, a, a, a like an Adidas Olympic jacket that just said Russia on the back with the hammer and the sickle, <laughs> and he never. That's the, code that's you the bring drug guy. Needles. He's shooting him full of horse steroids. <laughs> that's in the code the needles. Right, right. That's that, that 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 guy was a little sketchy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I kept one eye on that guy at all times, um, but he had a white. Russian Adidas Olympic thing, and it had the hammer and a sickle on the. I'm, I mean, he, he's in Washugo, home of the lumberjacks, and he's walking around with <laughs> this this jacket on. So, good times. I don't know. Uh, hey, um, keep your eye on that one, JT. If I would have, I would have seen that guy. I would have given him anything he wanted for that jacket. <laughs> yeah, just straight Russia. Yeah. Um. <laughs> JT, what else caught your eye in the 450 class? Anybody else? Uh, anything else that you want to talk about or, or anything? Um, Somebody we didn't I don't know. mention? Honestly, honestly, it was a pretty – I thought it was kind of, you know, other than the battle at the front and then kind of Chad's off day, it was kind of uneventful, I thought. Mm-hmm. It wasn't – didn't seem like there was a whole lot of racing going on out there. Did anybody else see that? I mean, there were some battles, you know, kind of further back in, in the teams and stuff, but – didn't seem like in the top ten anybody was really battling. It was kind of like follow the leader out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. It seemed like that to you. I don't know, but seven YZ four fifties went seven went from the seventeenth spot to the twenty third spot. So Yamaha has that um, that spot covered. Just okay. want to let you guys know that. Well, congratulations! I just like to give a little shout out to Dusty that. Pipes. Went thirty eight thirty six. Oh yeah, well it's he did yeah thirty eight thirty six. Dusty Pipes. Um, also playing backup for ZZ Top on, on, during the week. Uh, That's a perfect porn name. <laughs> Dusty. Dusty Pipes? Yeah. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, you're right. It kind of doesn't beat mine, though. Mine's Coal Miner. Coal Miner. Yeah. Uh, and we got a Swedish guy there. We got two Russian guys. Tell you what. Um, all right, let's move on to the 250 class. Um, unless you got anything else to add about Dusty Pipes. Nope, that was it. Greg Crater wore a, um, a, a an, an American flag kind of jumpsuit for the second moto, which was interesting to see. Did you see that, JT? 
I did. I couldn't figure out what it was, though. Yeah, I don't really know either. I think it was made by UFO Gear. Some sort of, I don't know. It was really funny, though. That's the same guy that wore the Winner's Take All outfit at, in the Supercross. Yeah. So. yeah. I think that the Winner's Take All was much better than this weekend's creation. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, 250 class. Uh, once again, Dean Wilson uh, does not get an overall win. Eight rounds in, but he's got a 13-point uh, lead, I believe. Um, yeah, 13-point lead on Rattray. He goes 5-1. His first moto, first time in eight motos that he didn't make the box. Um, Ping, if you're Dean Wilson, are you pumped because you're winning? You have 13-point lead after eight rounds, or are you really, really mad because you haven't won a race yet? Well, I think he, he's probably a little frustrated, but I think he's, whatever he's doing is working. I mean, 13-point lead with – you know, when when you can pretty much say that those guys are going to be one, two, three, you know, almost every moto, thirteen points is pretty significant. You know, it's it's a good lead, and he's getting moto wins here and there, which is saving him points. You know, like I think he's in a good place to win this thing, which surprises me. I I, I like Dean, but I just I didn't think he was. I thought in Supercross he wasn't. He didn't have the consistency and like sort of the. Um, which wasn't as headstrong as like I thought Rattray would be, mm-hmm. and uh, man, he's holding it up solid. Is that just because of his mechanic ping? Is that why you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. Okay, all right. I'm not going to get into that one. All right. Yeah, I hope I, I don't want you to. I'm just hoping it doesn't blind your, you know, your look at things. Um, no, it doesn't. I, I like Dino. I, he's he's a squirrely dude, but he's cool. I like him. Right. What do you think, JT? What about that? Dino not winning a race. You know, I told him, I told Dean at Millville, much like another number 15 uh, certain rider who won a championship without winning a race, there's no shame in that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you can look at it that way as far as him not winning a race yet, but he's won a lot of motos. Like, it's not like he's been out there going 2-3, 3-3, you know, 4-2 all year. He's He's won a lot of motos, so... It's not like he's not winning winning anything. He just, you know, obviously the cards haven't fallen his way as far as the overall. So mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's really anything to worry about. You know, I'm sure he's a little bummed on it, but he's won he's won plenty of individual races out there. To you know, yeah, I mean, how many national wins does he have? Well. Right? Yeah, I think he's got two or three national wins. He's won uh, one, two, three, four, five motos this year. So almost, yeah, I mean that's quite a quite right. a few motos. Almost yeah, a moto he, a he weekend. He wins the title, and nobody's going to look back and say, "Oh, he, you know, he didn't deserve his title or whatever." I mean, he's right. he's been up front all year. Baggett did his Baggett thing, where he uh, didn't get great starts, and all of a sudden he started turning lap times two or three seconds uh, faster than the guys around him. And sure enough, soon enough, I didn't think he was in position to get the overall, but uh, yeah, no, there was no stopping him. He blew by Swanepoel and clinched the overall with the, with the one three. Um, but again, I guess you only made it four points. If you're Blake Baggett paying, that's not enough. Time's running out. It is running out. It is. I mean, he's what? He's way back, like 18 points or something. 17. Uh, 17. That's a lot, man. I mean, when those guys are not really coming off the box ever. I mean, that fifth was sort of right. You know, strange, right? So yeah, and Dean Dean yeah, fell over. So Dean fell over when he was in fifth. Otherwise, he might have even got worked back up to third. He was passing Marsha for fourth when he fell. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, yeah. I just – Ping, are you – do you think it's good for the sport, uh, for these this team, these three guys, to be as good as they are? It's good for Mitch Payton. It's good for Monster Energy. It's good for Kawasaki. But is it good for the sport? Or yeah. do I need to not get off no, my high horse? It's really not. You, you, you know, because there are, so, there are a lot of fans who are like – diehard Yamaha guys, you know, like, you know what I mean? And they're, they're cheering for whoever is the best Yamaha guy. And, you know, Mr. Consistency there, Cunningham, actually put in a great day, but I'm just saying that, you know, it sucks when, <laughs> you know, one manufacturer, one team is just cleaning up the podium every weekend. That's what I'm saying. What do you, what do you think, JT? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, probably could be better. I mean, but what are you going to do, you know? How, how can you change that? You know, hey, Mitch, uh, uh, just take a week off, pal. Have a vacation. <laughs> hey, Mitch, we moved this weekend's national. It's not Unadilla. It's Troy. See you there. And then he shows yeah, up at Troy. Just, I don't know. There's not really much you can do. That's just kind of how how it's going to be until until another team can get their program good enough where the, the best guys want to go there. You know? Yeah, well, I, I mean, the, the Geico guys are, 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 are real close, and they got great riders. It's just one of those years for them, you know. That, but yeah. yet, you say it's one of those years, but yet Mitch never seems to have one of those years. Maybe the first year the Four Strokes came out, I don't think he won a title in like oh two or oh three. He was he was titleless. Um, but uh, other than that, man, just the wrong. Until, until another team can get and, and Patrick Connections the closest, obviously with Suzuki, you know, kind of pulling out their in-house stuff as much. Um, I think until you can find a situation where, you know, every best, you know, top guy doesn't want to go there, even for less money, it's going to be hard to change the dynamic. I mean, you have the best guys, and then arguably the best bike is usually going to turn out well. Right. Uh, Ping, I heard this weekend Rockstar's pulling out of of both Suzuki teams. You're kidding. Did you hear anything about that? No. Yeah. Either Rockstar's pulling too. out or, or Suzuki's pulling out. You heard that too, JT? Yeah, I heard that at Redbud. From not Rockstar from me, but from somebody. No, not smarter. from me. I heard that yeah. from somebody else that Rockstar was pulling out. Right, right, yeah. So, should be interesting to see. It's going to be hard if you're Suzuki to attract guys to a lights program that has no title sponsor and is sort of drifting along. And how long does, um, uh, damn it, what's his name? Hewitt, Bill Hewitt. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby Hewitt. Bobby. How long does Bobby Hewitt keep dumping, you know, his own money into it? So I don't know. My point being is that uh, Suzuki doesn't look like they have their crap together anytime to challenge Mitch anytime soon. And uh, Star Racing's getting there, but I don't think they have the bike. Although it's good, I don't think it's there yet. You know? Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't think the yeah, I don't want to get into that either. Yeah, uh, you know, there's teams that are. I think like Troy's team's getting better. Geico. You know, those guys want it bad. It's in, in, in Supercross, shoot, they were right there. Just I don't know what has happened this summer. Yeah. It's falling it's apart on a them. a really <laughs> rough summer for them. Well, their best guy, arguably, Barsha, has been sick. So, you know, that's who they were looking at to win the title or hoping. You know, so. Wow. Oh, man, I expected, I expected Tomac, like, to be a guy on the box all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, am I crazy there? Like, just, I don't know what's happened to him. If he's still hurting from Redbud or... Yeah. What's going on? Well, sixteen, fifteen. He hasn't been on the podium all year. Yeah, Not even in a like moto. He was more, you know, at least towards the front at the beginning. But you know, maybe I, I agree with you that I expected more. I definitely. And then, that. yeah, I mean, I, and Will, I guess you know, Will's. 
I expected Eli and Barsha to be up front for sure, and then Will and you know Wharton to be backing them up inside the top ten for sure. Mm-hmm. So it was a rough summer for them. Yeah. I think this weekend was was probably the worst. Also, I mean, they had a terrible weekend across the board. Yeah, uh, obviously, kind of <clears throat> drew attention to it. Uh, hey, what happened to Sipes? Sipes, uh, he oh, he God. was up front first moto and fell back way back before I think he pulled out. No, he didn't. He got fifteenth. He got fifteenth. Yeah, uh, I was hey, what happened there? On my fantasy team. He was on your he fantasy was winning team. the re- winning the race and then just I don't know. He, he said on, on the TV show he's got to go in and get blood work done. He said he doesn't know what's wrong, doesn't know how, what what's going on. So I wouldn't look for Sipes to be, uh, uh, you know, around much longer. He may just have something going on, Epstein Barr or, or chronic fatigue syndrome or who knows, you know. So um, tough, tough day. Big for, fantasy let down for Ryan Sipes this weekend. <laughs> uh, but Marvin Musk wouldn't let me down. So yeah, me too. Um. What about uh, what about Gara Swanepoel? What about Cunningham? They're having good years. Real good. Right? Cunningham yep. seems to be consistent now. He's not crashing. Which is good for him, but bad for me, because I, I like making jokes about that. But, yeah, but he, he's always been a little more consistent outdoors. He crashes in Supercross. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, he, 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 he go back to even when he was a privateer on a Honda outdoors. He was good, you know? Right. What's that, JT? I think I think confined space is his enemy. <laughs> yeah. um, and Swanepoel, who uh, honestly I didn't expect much from, and I thought I was wondering why the hell he stayed on the team, because you know when he kind of came back last year he wasn't doing much, but he's uh, he's justifying Star Racing's faith in him. He's uh, eighth in the points, fifth overall this weekend. I don't know, and I don't even know what the guy looks like. I honestly don't know what Gareth Swanepoel looks like. Yeah, he's not been getting a lot of play, huh? No, not at all. JT, do you know what he looks like? Yeah, I mean, I've been racing against him in Europe for a long time. He'd come race some supercrosses here and there. Okay. But yeah. he obviously uh, was strong in the second moto. I mean, he's had some some great motos this year, and I was thinking he was going to get third that second moto for a while. Right. So I, I kind of turned it on there. Yeah, imagine that. Um, JT, uh, Tommy Week, talk about him. You you were You were very impressed. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, really impressive the first moto. I couldn't believe it. Like, he passed um, Dean Wilson, Barsha, all those guys. And with turning lap times that only Baggett was better than, you know, even at, like, the midpoint of the race, he was doing, like, 213, and that's what Rattray was doing. Uh, Baggett had done some 211s. But, I mean, we, you know, we were both standing there, Steve, and his line choices were – much, much better than the guys around them. And, uh, you know, obviously that was a product of him practicing there a lot this summer, but still impressive. I mean, I don't care how much you ride at a track to, to move past those guys on, you know, what you would have to think is an inferior bike uh, and to be not, you know, not psyched out at all, just to, you know, ride right around them is, is pretty impressive. Yeah, his line choices were, 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 he was just outside edges ping. Like just, I don't know how much they showed him on TV. I didn't watch that. Not to show yet, but um, outside edges, just cutting across, sweeping the turns, totally, totally new. Like, oh, I don't know, like he rides there a lot. Hmm. Do you know him at all, Ping? I don't really know Tommy. Yeah, he, he's a he's a super nice kid. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny he was he begged for a ride for the past two years when I was working for Troy, mm-hmm. and we actually gave him a tryout on one of our bikes one year, and it. it didn't go awesome. 
but he was, I was like, I've never seen somebody so confident. Like he, even after he rode the bike and he couldn't really skim the whoops and he wasn't jumping some of the lanes, like it was, you know, mm-hmm. not, not, he didn't just slay the tryout, right? Yeah. It was yeah. subpar a little bit. He comes in, man, I know I can, I, you just, if I can get this ride, I'm better than anyone else you have. I, I, I'll, I can be, I'll win races. Like <laughs> I've never seen somebody so, he was working with Rhino at the time, so I'm like, oh boy, here we go. He's drinking the Kool-Aid. Right. But, uh, anyway, yeah. super nice kid. I really like Tommy. I'm glad to see him have a good moto. I'm watching the results going, what? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> so, um. The real hero, the real hero of the whole Washugo thing to me, was uh, the guy who drove the 1110 flat black primer box van out um, all the way to Washugo. I can't imagine that gas bill was very cheap. That's the real hero right there to me, guys. That would have been you 15 years ago. Yeah, really, huh? I know. The remember the Washugo, the Binghamton drive. Oh, God. You you two never did it. You flew, but trust me. Oh, I did the I did oh, no, I I done did the Sacramento to Mount Morris drive. Yeah, I've done, I've done them all. All right, okay, yeah. You and Frank driving along, not saying a word to each other. That's it. Hey, Actually, me sleeping most of the time, and him just driving forty hours straight with no radio on. <laughs> JT, can you send me that picture of your phone from Frank's pit board that day? I want to Twitter that because I got some people asking about it. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. Can you send it to me, and then I'll Twitter it yep. for you because uh, you're no longer yeah. on Twitter. But um, uh, hey, yeah. I, I was talking to somebody about that this weekend, though. They were asking me like, "What was your, you know, what were your best racing years? You know, like where you had the most fun?" And I told them it had to be either '99 or '94, like when I was still in a box fan. Mm-hmm. I had way more fun just like when it was RL and I, you know, just like bombing across the country eating Taco Bell. But we just, back then the cranberries were it, man. We throw in the cranberries, <laughs> and we just had a crush on that chick because of the boys. Around. Just, just, yeah, man, that was it. Uh, zombie, just like zombies <laughs> to each other. <laughs> yeah, everybody's yeah. doing it. Why not us? <laughs> right? Those were good times. Staying with you know just random people back east and riding their tracks. <laughs> I just picture you and RL singing cranberries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Um, no, uh, uh, JT, you and I have spent some serious hours on the road together. Oh yeah, like Just, uh, uh, when I was working for Bird. I don't know if I was working for Birdwell, but for sure when I was working for Nick, um, Nick Way. That yeah, and, oh Fernet, right? No, yeah, those were Fernet days. Me, Fernet, and you, and yeah. Frank. Yeah, there was a uh, few different, three different guys. Red Dog, the first year. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Fernet. Yeah. Quite a few. Yeah. Down yeah. Reddick, y'all pros. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, those are good times. We used to marvel because it seemed like you and Frank never spoke to each other, and that was quite a. We didn't, quite, we didn't get along that good. Quite an accomplishment for a really, father and a son. Really didn't. What a, what a great story that is. Father son attacking the Nationals together against the giant factories, hating each other's guts. <laughs> no. No. We just. I mean, he was obviously stressed out because he was spending every dollar he had to get into the races and so i just felt a lot of pressure and uh like he was just pretty brutal about racing you know he knew i needed to do well um mm-hmm. just to make it worth it and i was like just kind of like get bummed out and i don't know it just made racing not that much fun for me because you know there was just it was just so hard to do 
Um, and uh, you'd think that once you know once that dynamic changed, now we get along great. So. You'd think that um, when you know Frank would want you to be out there to get the purse money instead of saying pull off too slow on the board. <laughs> yeah, he, he you know the 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 picture I have was from 2008, and uh, <clears throat> I was I guess I was or maybe it was seven. I was just going too slow, I guess, for what he wanted. But the gray picture was from 98, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd gotten a really good start and crashed the first lap. I was on, like, 7th or 8th. And uh, there used to be, like, the, where the downhill is now, it used to be a lot steeper and a lot longer. And used to, they had this, in 98, they had this huge double down it. Ping, were you there that year? FMF where, right? where is this? At Melville. Like, oh, yeah. where the downhill no, is now, they had it was a huge double down that hill. Yeah. And then at the bottom, it got, like, really bad braking bumps. Well, the first lap, I doubled down it. I was in, like, seventh, eighth, something like that. And my forks bottomed on one of the bumps and just straight over the bars. So I go from, you know, seventh or eighth to last. <clears throat> I'm trying to catch back up, but I hit my head and trying to catch back up. I got into, like, 22nd or 21st or something. It's, like, halfway still. And uh, I come around, and I see this too-slow pull-off. And I, I'm just, like, <laughs> furious at this point because I can't, you know, my head's not that good as it is, that moto, so I probably shouldn't have been out there, and then I have to read this. So the next lap, I just took it straight back to the truck. Rode, <laughs> rode right past him wide open through the mechanics area straight to the truck. <laughs> good he wasn't, really, he wasn't real excited about that, but oh, I said, if you don't want me to do it, don't ride it. Oh, good times. Um, Low, pull off. Yeah, G- gotta love the father son encouragement. Um, <laughs> Ping, uh, TLD update. Oh, Billy. <laughs> Forget it. Just skip it. <laughs> uh, did you see the bikes though? Bikes, bikes were bitching, dude. I twittered about yeah, it. it, it, it re- as usual, Troy did a great job. Yeah. Right. I mean, that dude is him and his guys man they got an eye for what looks rad yeah, that stuff that was awesome those bikes and gear how, were cool. how did they find blue plastic i don't know they painted the front fenders okay um but the other stuff no the other stuff was red or it was white okay and they painted it no they, they it's just graphics over it oh like okay. the back half oh, of the okay. bike oh all right or it was black whatever it was it was like a, a standard color it wasn't blue yeah. and then they just painted the front fenders okay <clears throat> Um, but he's been doing like the painting stuff on the plastic for a long time. Remember when he did right. Mitch's bikes chrome? Yep. Or that, so he's farted around with that a long time. But Seeley, um, he's struggling. I don't know. He, crap. His, I guess one moto was actually going okay, and then he um, derailed the chain. Mm-hmm. And he got a rock or something jamming there. And Baker was actually had a good moto going. He was up to fourth at one point, went back to sixth, and crashed right by the mechanics area there, like tucked the front end. Mm-hmm. Those guys just it's they struggled. And Christian's still out with his wrists. So. Yeah, is that going to be a, a while? Do you know? Yeah, uh, they don't. I, I didn't, didn't, didn't. He didn't say. I don't know. They're just mm-hmm. kind of. I think it's sort of. You know, day by day, whenever he feels like he can. Mm-hmm. Uh <clears throat> Hang on. Yeah, bummer. Bad day, but they did look good, if nothing else. What do you think of their look, you know, JT? It, it, as bad as the day was, yeah. they finished uh, 16th and 21st. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Better than last year. Oh, yeah. yeah Didn't last... finish one lap there last year. 
VT knocks himself silly on the opening lap. Cole breaks his nose in the first corner yeah. of the first motos. We were packed up and gone before the second moto even took off. <laughs> Good times. <clears throat> what did you think of their look, JT? I thought it was pretty cool. I honestly didn't see it until uh, the first lap of the first moto, uh, mm-hmm. just because at both practices I was back talking to Burner and those guys. Um, mm-hmm. So when they came around to the first lap of the first moto, I was like, wow, check that out. You know, it's right. pretty cool. and. Anything that, uh, you know, a lot of people try, like, stuff to grab people's attention, and it <laughs> honestly just doesn't look very good a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like Troy always nails it. Like like Pink said, he just always gets it right. So Yeah. Kudos to those guys. Uh, my Mookie Fever's coming back. He's riding pretty good. He's riding good. He is riding good. He was riding good at Millville. Yeah. Really, you know, he got stuck under his bike. He was passing for seventh or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Crash. So. Dude, Mookie. Mookie's got to go on a four, big bike next year, though, right, JT? Uh, I don't know if he has to, but I, I can't too- imagine that if James is still in charge of his team that Mookie wouldn't be his teammate. I can't imagine how that doesn't work out. But, right, yeah. You know. And then and then big James manages to do what Tony never could and get his sons on the team <laughs> together. Well, it, help, it helps when you're on the team. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. That was Tony's. Well, I think can we get it? What's going on with Stewart? Does anybody? I mean, you're down there in Florida. You hear anything <laughs> through the swamp land I'm down on, there? What is yeah, James I'm doing? On, I'm on different teams than James Stewart. We don't we don't play for the same Oh, you're team. team Reed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I'm on you. team ACL, and he's on team tear my ACL. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be on his team to be honest. It seems like it seems better. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was I was on his team until Houston and we went separate ways. <laughs> I know Red Dog's been I there riding. I, I've never really hung out with a guy, I don't know him that well. But right. I, mean, I would assume he's probably just hanging out and trying to get ready for you know probably ramping up to start his program I, for Supergrass again. I heard again this weekend from a good source that there's still Suzuki there. Suzuki's are in the yeah, mix. They're going. I Tim mean, Olson, straight out of Tim Olson's mouth last week, because I chatted with him about an intro coming up. He says they've got a two. They've got a signed contract for next year. I know. I know, but so, but that's with L and M Racing. It's not with JSE. And, and, uh, and people are telling me that's going to be his out. That's going to be the way. And, but, I, I mean, with Red Dog riding the Yamaha and, and, you know, and it seems like they haven't heard much, I, I thought it was kind of over because of that deal. And also, too, someone told me that Yamaha pays him a lot of money and he ain't going to get that from anybody else. But uh, to me, I heard it again this weekend, though, from a guy that's like, oh, no, no. Oh, that's th- that Suzuki train is still going. So I guess we'll see. I've heard Suzuki for sure. I know, JT. You've actually said on one of our shows, you were like, that's yeah. going to happen. So, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess nothing is nothing is for sure until right. it's, yeah. you know, the, the press release is out on it. But right. I've heard it from a lot of different places that he's going to be on Suzuki next year. Yeah. yeah. I guess we'll see. I don't know, man. He, he's, yeah. I mean, we could just all ask him, I guess. Oh, wait. No, we can't. Good luck with that. No, we can't. Um, all right, guys. Well, hey, thanks, uh, Thanks for coming on. Anything else? Do we anybody got anything else? No. What's the What's the deal with X Games? Is there anything worth watching? Step up, I guess. Women's enduro cross. Oh, enduro cross. Catch the right. fever. I hope they have 
a long. I hope they have that. Like, how do how do they have women's Supercross or Moto X, but not men's? Like how how do they go? You know what? Let's get rid of the guys and just have the ladies. Because there is that'll no, be good. There's no cute little deaf men. So it's just the Ashley show. I believe it is. Yeah. You don't you don't think they want to tap into the media treasure chest that is Jessica Patterson? No. <laughs> I don't. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe it's like, hey, Ashley, let how many? Because Ashley apparently is not going to do enduro cross. Yeah, she's probably can't touch the ground, which is going to hurt over rocks. Just saying. And uh, so they're just like, hold me back. Yeah, little legs. Um, so I think they're just like, oh shit, we got to get this chick in. What do you want to do? Speed and style? Yeah, cool. It's it's on the speed and style course, and it's in the Staples Center. So I'm preparing to be laugh my balls off at this this race that could be twenty second lap times. It, it's it's oh, gonna so be bad. it's gonna be like something you'd see in at a little fairgrounds in the Midwest somewhere, in like a a livestock arena. Yes, like just right. It has yes. to be, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't so see him making it cool inside the Staples Center. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be small. But I do I think the track last time for them was way too gnarly. <laughs> yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was honestly I was really scared for the. Uh, for the you know, that's not saying anything bad about them. I just think the track was way above ninety nine percent of the girls' skill level. It was dangerous. You mean the uh, the downhill start into a left hand massive forty foot double? <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 so, a lot bigger than 40 feet. Oh, was it? Yeah, bro. Yeah. 40 feet in the up, maybe. Yeah. That thing was ridiculous. Right. You, you saw a problem with that? Like, <laughs> JT, right? He, he, did you, you'd have been – did you race it last year? No, I didn't. I didn't. But, but to hit that thing the first time, you'd be like – you'd have some pulse going, right? I mean, you got to go That jump, it, right, when you come jump. down and just, yeah, like a triple step up or whatever it was? Yeah, especially right off the start. I don't know what they're thinking with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 it, I I don't I can't figure it out. I guess it, the men's enduro cross would be cool. I hope women's enduro cross. I hope they're timing it with a sundial. It could take a while. Um, and, and the women's the women's racing seems ridiculous. So uh, I don't know. I just like to say though that I I seem like I'm correct. I seem like chink for me when I said last year that this these X games are stupid and dumb and they don't help our sport. And they don't give us exposure. I mean, they give us exposure, but it doesn't translate to anything. Clearly not. Have you heard one team say, "Oh man, I wish there was Super X this year at the X Games"? Have you heard well, one person say that? It's good exposure, though. It is because if you're a company selling something, you know, like Troy was big on it, man. He, because it, it's like he, you're getting this many eyeballs looking at. Yeah, but how's you know, that? How's one that? event that it would take. A whole series of Supercross to get that many viewers. Yeah, but how is that translating? Those people are casual viewers. Ooh. Those people are construction workers and bank tellers. They're yeah. not. They're well, not going the to. You know. Troy Lee's sales know. did not pick up. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If your you. prayer meets, that event's huge. Well, if your prayer <laughs> meets, because meat, you know, across the board, everybody likes meat. You know, so that sure prayer meets, yeah. X brand goggles, not so much. You know what I'm a little terrified for is the best trick again. I can't. I can almost not even watch it anymore. Yeah. Pastrana's saying he's going to try to uncork that you know ridiculous 
three spins and a flip or whatever it is. <laughs> I didn't hear that. He's like, yeah, I get it about eight out of ten times into the foam pit. It's like, <laughs> okay, you're going to play That's those really odds. Right? One out of 40 on dirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I'm going to be in Belgium, so I won't be able to watch it. Well, it's just that that, that event's turned into like a, you know, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Gardening gloves guy? Like a, Gardening. Like a torture session. Yeah, I mean, we're have the medics just like lined up with, with Watson, journeys. Watson said that the guy last year who tried the front flip never once hit any ramp all day. Because he, he can't jump. He can't ride. All he can do is his front flip. Apparently, he can't even do that. But he never practiced one bit, never went out, never tried it, never did anything at all until it was time for his run. Yeah, and it's it, the same as the other guy. What's his name? Scott Murray. Yeah. But I think Murray at he least. doesn't hit the ramp at all until it's Joe yeah. time. Right. Um. Anyways, guys, let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Thank you, uh, JT, for coming on. Appreciate yeah, it. No you f- did a good job, fine job. And uh, JT, you're actually coming out to Vegas uh, the week after I get back, so that should be good times. Yeah, I'll be there. Right? Work. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you to work. Podcasts, pulp show, classic commentaries, all of it. Looking forward to it. And uh, Ping, um, congratulations on your four moto sweep in Manitoba and at three hundred and forty dollars. Yep. Make sure <clears> you... I'm sneaking up on your uh, four Manitoba title. Nah, you got record. Wa- you got a ways to go, bud. But you know, good luck with that. Um, Three hundred forty dollars is more than I made all summer. So, <laughs> we count your blessings, there, buddy. Uh, we should talk about that protest that because that's really funny. You want to talk about that? Go ahead. I, I've never seen anything like it. A guy, JT, on the line, local Manitoba race in the vet class, right? Ping, not in the expert, or was yeah, it- not not well liked by his fellow competitors because he's kind of just an ass. He, I got there's there's a rider down on the track, so the ambulance is out there looking at them. This guy, one one of the other guys, leaves the starting line to go get another hit of asthma inhaler because it's been Mm -hmm. 20 minutes or so, and he needs to get inhaler in him. Um, He's just playing it safe. Um, I guess you're not allowed to leave a starting gate while you're staging. He rode through the pits without his helmet. He just like rode back. He took his helmet off and rode back. Okay, so you're not allowed to ride through the pits without a helmet. So. The guy that Ping beat that got second protests this guy for riding through the pits without a helmet. Protests him for the pro. And, and he beat him. Yeah, and he beat him. <laughs> he beat him. He still protested him. Yeah. Were there points on the line here or and, what? No, and then he didn't race the second moto. The guy who protested didn't race the second moto. <laughs> dude. Maybe that's why he protested him. He wanted, so, he wanted to take the So the dude who off, he protested, the dude that he protested had to start the second moto backwards. <laughs> I actually would have done that to someone just to see them have to start backwards. Oh, I just start. I, I, dick move, I, I just start backwards one time. <laughs> um, yeah, that's such a dick move. Welcome to local local racing, probably at any level, right? Like guys, at any, just, at any level, any region, right? Just taking it way too serious, way too serious. So uh, you saw me knock a guy off his bike at Sponsor Cup, so I'm gonna just stay out of this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Tate City Motocross <laughs> got the best of JT. <laughs> Uh, right on, guys. Well, hey, thank you for doing the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show. Washugo wrap-up. And uh, thanks again, and we will talk to you both real soon. All right. See you, boys. See you. See you. This has been the RacerX podcast with Steve Mathis. 
Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy the more than 250 episode archive, including the Classics Collection where it all begins.